Hey guys, how is it going? Welcome back to the Trend Daddy Podcast. All right, guys, so today's episode, we are actually going to just do an album review. We're going to walk through this incredible album that was just released by Banks, the artist Banks, um, and the album is called Three. It is her third um, solo album that she's released. Um, and if you haven't been listening to Banks, um, you're probably not that cool. Um, because all of the coolest people are listening to her. Um, and it's usually your, your edgy friends who have really good taste in music know about her. Um, so if you are not listening to her, I guarantee you, um, that you are going to love her. She just puts out incredible R&B, um, R&P infused with hip hop and pop tracks. Um, they're, they're trap and electronic at the same time. Like it's, it's, it's pop and disco at the same time. It's, it's R&B. It's, it's Mariah Carey influenced. It's Aaliyah influenced. Like she just knows and she's in her bag when she's writing R&B cuts. So, um, without further ado, let's jump right in. Okay, so the song we just heard is called Till Now, um, and she really knows how to build a song. Um, I mean, layer by layer, vocal by vocal, you start the song and it just starts with her acapella vocal that's looped, um, which was a really smart decision. Um, And you see a lot in this album that they really use her voice as an instrument to move along the album. Um, and that's just done really well. I'm someone who's a big fan of production and this song is production, honey. So, um, and when it actually goes into the, uh, chorus, it has a really great drum pattern and it's just, she knows how to keep you wanting more and like she she builds your anticipation um throughout the song and it it, it's it's a fun it's a fun process uh to listen to (laughs) 
the song that we just heard was the album's first official single called gimme and i love this song it's such a fun pop song um it's i mean the lyrics are pretty straightforward it's about knowing what you want it's about embracing your sexuality it's about um embracing your sensuality and just like it's a very sex positive anthem like you know give me what i want give me what i deserve um, and it's, yeah, it's a liberating song and it's super fun. The beat is so good. It's really hip hop inspired. It's also reminiscent of Britney Spears, incredible, um, magnum opus blackout. Um, and the lead single to the album was giving more. The song kind of reminds me of that. Um, and when pop music was great. Um, and this album is, it does sound like, um, they took references from um, Danger's production on Blackout. So I'm sure that that was probably a big influence on Banks because she loves Britney Spears. Okay, guys. So um, I had the great idea um, while I was recording this episode to actually get out my vinyl player because I do have this album on vinyl, which was a great um, treat to listen to. Um, for my first listening session. Now this album actually means so much to me and that's why I wanted to do an album review on it. I just think it's such a great um, and pivotal album for Banks' career. It's, um, I mean, this could really get her to the mainstream. It's just a really great album. Um, it's a great piece of work and I really think it should be studied and picked apart and listened to like this. And not very many people or artists today release albums. You know, we get a lot of singers today release, releasing singles, singles, singles. And actually something Mariah Carey said about the music industry recently was like, people don't release albums anymore. You know, they just release whatever fun project they're working on then. And it's just, you know, and they all are like their own things. Um, but so in order to really just grasp the severity about how I feel about this album. I mean, you guys know I talk about Mariah Carey all of the time. For a, an artist to release um, an album and get my attention that isn't Mariah Carey, it's, I think it's to be said something, you know, something to be said about that, you know? So um, I suggest that when getting into this album, you do whatever you feel um, best gets you into a 
quiet, open, um, free and creative headspace, whatever that looks like to you, whatever self-care you need to take to get your mind to that place, that's the place that you should be in when listening to this album. So without further ado, let's get back into it. Okay. This song is called Contaminated. love the instrumentation another track where she just slowly builds she's so good at that layering thematically the song is quintessential banks um an angsty breakup ballad that baseline the distortion in the production. love that part and she has this really great ear for melody and um, melodics and she does a she's a vocalist I consider her a vocalist she really uses her voice as an instrument
Yes. Mm-hmm. She's crafting soundscapes for us. And it's almost like each track seamlessly merges into the next, and she does a really great job with that. And that's such an intentional thing about letting the listener have room to breathe and process before getting into the next song. And this album is great. Yes, because each song gets better and better. This song is called Stroke. Right away I hear this distortion. And I love a distorted crunchy bass. I'm gonna turn this shit up. I don't even want to interrupt the song. Lyrically, this song follows um, a theme that is quintessential Binks as well, you know, loving a narcissist. part is my favorite part of the song. Ah, how she changed it up. This is so like 70s California coast disco. Yes. 
This song is incredible, you guys. Some of these songs I won't have a lot to say about, but this song... The religious imagery. This song is incredible. This is an introduction to Brooke, um, to Banks' catalog, um, where she pulls references from gospel music, and she said that was a big reference um, for this album. And some of the runs she does, I mean, you have to listen to this, like... <laughs> I love this part of her voice. This. Lyrically too, we've been there. We've we've made false idols in our heads. We've made people in our lives um, our god. The first time I heard the song, I was just sobbing. <laughs> The song is very Bon Iver um, inspired. She worked with his co-executive producer for this album. Um, yeah, she definitely pulled um, references from him, from Ray Carey, from gospel music. Um, I also love that electric guitar intro. The distortion. Love that lyric. Certified to scuba dive in my memories. Oh, 
That's so intentional, obviously. better sing. Love that. bridge she says I donate my love it's always important for me to listen um, to the lyrics um, and a lot of times when I'm having my own personal album listening session I um, obviously get myself into you know, um, a creative headspace, but I always have the lyrics in front of me because I want to know what the stories are behind the songs. Um, and I think that's one of the best parts about getting into an album um, and the artist introducing you into who they are as a person. And it's almost, I mean, this album is very self-reflective and introspective. It feels like you get a sense that you're reading her diary. Um, and I love when lyrics um, are autobiographical and um, I love when artists I mean that just shows um, a great artist who is able to write their own songs you know I say this about Mariah Carey all the time she not only is singing these very skilled difficult um, vocally acrobatic songs but she's also living these unrequited love stories like the song my all for example um, is such a a terrible and heartbreaking song. I'd give my all just to have one more night with you. Um, so she lived that life, y'all. She had that heartbreak. And she wrote it and she sang about it. And did she motherfucking sing? <laughs> so anyways, back to Banks's album. Um, she was very influenced by um, Mariah in one of these upcoming songs I want to sh- point out to you guys but the next song we're on side B of the album the next song is called look what you're doing to me um, just like the song previously it had this with the chimes that almost had this like late 80s early 90s like I don't know like hollow notes type of production to it that I love and this song continues with that theme so she really does a great way of cohesively blending so many different genres on this album like I've already stated she was in, uh, referenced by R&B and hip-hop because that's what she grew up, grew up on she's a girl from LA and um, so that was a lot of her musical influence going growing up so Tupac, Aaliyah, Mariah Carey obviously are inspirations um, but then there's also the gospel aspect of things and she always has 
religious Im um, imagery and symbolism to her visuals or lyrics in some way. Um, and But she also pulls in uh, references from Bon Iver, like I said earlier, and also it also has this like late eighties nineteen late eighties early nineteen nineties type of sound to it, and I really can't explain it. I just have to show you. I love this song. It's such a feel-good song, and that's kind of a departure from Banks because her music has always been somber, introspective, and very, um, maybe the lyrics are too heavy in her song. <laughs> okay, falsetto. the use of the vocoder on her vocal right there that's such a pop thing to um, use that distortion on a falsetto run I love that Mariah's impact Even this guy's voice is very, like, jazz. <laughs> like Michael McDonald. I love a false ending.
Okay, this song is very important to me. You can tell in this song it's heavily influenced by Mariah Carey. has like a Sunday night slow jams feel to it. It's also a very sensual beat, something type of song to get you into an intimate feeling. That's a read. She said in that part, um, Dad says I'm just pretending that I'm just scared that I'll end up alone. I think we've all been there and we like are, you know, coming out of a breakup and we miss the person, but we know they're bad for us. She's writing our, like, what we today as young adults are going through. Mm -hmm. And she has a way of emoting in her voice. You hear the emotion in the song. got bars this part right here the way that she's spitting those lines so quickly rhythmically It's much like a rap and um, that type of singing and that style for women to do was actually pioneered by Mariah Carey. We all know that. <laughs> Even DeBrat always says Mariah Carey is a rapper. Mariah Carey is a rapper. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that song is so good for me. This is another song that when I listened to, I just was very emotional um, to the lyricism and um, the feeling of the song. That song was titled Hawaiian Mazins.
I love this song. The production is very fun. This is going to be a fun song to see live, honestly. I love the way she writes her lyrics too in run-on sentences and it's very stream of consciousness writing similar to the way Mariah writes. that she worked on this album with is a great um, artist producer from the UK named Sone who I love um, and he's he's really good this is a song that her and him worked on together I believe yes bring in the hip hop on this song Yes, I love the drum tracks. I need to pull up just some of the stats for this album. This song mm -hmm, is also definitely in my top three.
Love that. Mama, I need help. I love this song so much. I relate to the lyrics of this song too, yes. This is a great pop song too. Definitely reminds me of Danger's production on Blackout as well. Yes. Yes. The windows don't make sounds and I'm all fucked up. I love that part. Where you're just in over your head. You don't know what's up and down. This is such um, a vulnerable song too. breakdown mm. the vocals sound very raw not in the sense that they're not edited but raw as in emotion yes <laughs> Love this part. This is in the top three for sure. You've only heard me say that, I think, twice. And that's the second time is this time, so. <laughs> Such a contrast from the verse, sounding very ethereal and um, I think that was like a harp or a lyre very angelic and a fairy like scene you know it almost sounds like very like 
free spirits dancing in the grass. A 60s cult. <laughs> With the gowns. fucking rapping, you guys. Honestly, like, I give her mad props for doing this. <laughs> She's doing it, you guys. with the this face too. album is almost over. There are two songs left. This next song. This reminds me of um, the track from the Gemini Feed album or no, what was that album called? The Altar from that album. Um, so this sounds like one of those songs. Which song was it? Mother Earth. It reminds me of that song so much. <coughs> yes. Yes. Yes, love the vocoder on the vocals. See, this album is so important to me that I've told everyone about it. Um, and this is my way of forcing you to listen to it with me. So hopefully if you're still listening, that you've definitely got something from this album. Because this album has been very healing for me. <laughs> Literally.
Yes, love the production right there. This song is so beautiful. This song is an R&B ballad. Very Alicia Keys, Mariah Carey inspired. Voice sounds like a butter. This part. <laughs> you better sing. This is so R&B. 
she gave us R&B, you guys. We're not getting that from the other girls right now. We're getting a lot of hot, a lot of um, <laughs> pop and a lot of hip hop inspired tracks, but we're not getting R&B like this, girls. <coughs> She's unique. She's feeling a void that we're not getting in the industry today. She's doing what the other girls could not. Mm, Yeah, this part just kills me. Anyways, thanks for listening, you guys. I hope that wasn't too long, but this is just such an incredible album that I wanted to share with you. And um, let me know what you guys thought about this episode. Um, I would... (coughs) love to do more album reviews like this in the future um album listening parties it was fun and i'll see you guys next time